It seems Capcom is setting Luke up to be the protagonist of Street Fighter VI. We discuss what makes for a successful new center stage Street Fighter character and what doesn't as we consider Luke's potential. And then Catalyst goes through who he feels would be the best candidates for Street Fighter VI's launch roster and why, all on this week's episode of the Event Hubs Podcast. Alright, welcome back to another episode of the Event Hubs Podcast. I am John Catalyst Gray, and with me as always is John Velociraptor Guerrero. Hello, how you doing? I have been practicing making steaks. I got a new grill, a gas grill, and mm. I have been doing a lot of uh, steak prep. Some of the first ones were way overcooked. <laughs> it, it is an art, but that's most. That's just what's on my head right now because it, it, there's, a, there's, some, there's a certain like you know charm about being able to to do that and do it well and then like have people mm -hmm. over and be like hey i made steaks for everybody and they're delicious right. and perfect medium rare with a nice crusting on the outside of my you know seasonings and such there's a lot of little things and uh so you know part of this is talking about stuff that we've prepped for and gotten ready for and fighting games and part of it is talking about what the hell's going on in real life right now and for me my dragon that i am slaying as i try to not think about the wedding that's coming up in like a month and <laughs> a few weeks is uh is cooking some steaks so i wanted to start yeah. this off by asking you how do you take your steak i like it well done um and also i like it cooked by someone else because you know that whole like carl's jr commercial where it's like carl's jr without us some guys would starve that's me. That's, so. You're not a you're not a cook, huh? <laughs> yeah, because you am, spend I, all I'm your like, time on event hubs. You don't have time for stuff like that. I I'm like you know what? Like I mean, I could I could make a meal. I'm like, but let me go to the deli at like Walmart or something and just grab something and I'm good. You know, like that's that's pretty much me. My wife, of course, makes stuff. She's a good she's a great cook actually. But yeah, and, and, and hold on, hold on, hold on now. Wait a second, John. When I said I like my steak well done, you gave me a look. Yeah. Why did you give me a look? Because you said you like your steaks well done. <laughs> Uh, okay, I'm. I'm. Uh, I'll let the commenters tell you why that's a thing. So please comment and tell us in the comments why I would give John a look for saying he likes his steaks well done. I'm just gonna tell you right now, you probably just haven't had your steaks not well done, and that you should probably try that out and uh, see if that opens up a whole new world for you. Uh, I don't want to spend too much time on steaks here because that's not what the people are here You're for. You're gonna make a mistake, John, if you keep doing that. But that was fun. Uh, ten, <laughs> ten Rashid points for you. Uh, speaking of Rashid points, I don't have a good segue to come off of that, but I'm just gonna tell you guys now. We are setting up for a contest, a giveaway um, in the uh, the coming weeks. Might be as soon as next week, so uh, be sure to keep your eyes glued uh re return for more awesome event hubs podcast content and you might find yourself with a nifty little uh, little little prize if you uh like comment subscribe and all that kind of stuff so keep an eye out for that also free money free money people this is what we're doing so this is how the event Hubs contest work on the website uh john actually can can i enter this contest for free money am, am no I you can't because no event hubs staff or employees will be able to do so so, so you mean I'm not going to be able to ski, ski, ski Sonic this one up or, or <laughs> no, I can't do that? Uh, uh, that we should, that's a, that's a we should uh, tell some stories on the, uh, on the event hubs, <laughs> on, the, on the episode that we're going to do in the future where we tell a bunch of dark, crazy stories about stuff that's gone down in the FGC. Oh my uh, gosh, the 50 part series. <laughs> yeah. And, and I, I'm warning people right now, I might have to, oh, I don't even want to say his name. I might have to bring in a, a very... Uh, 
colorful personality from the FGC's past in, in for some of these, but uh, I don't even want to, I don't even want to mention that person because I don't want to get 50 pings about it. So anyway, let's move on, John, before I, I yeah, dig my sounds hole fun. even deeper. Uh, so. Another thing, uh, for those of you that we, we often kind of give our little tips and stuff on how to get better, how to level up. If you are a, first of all, a subscriber, um, if you want to leave a, t a comment asking us to review some of your footage um, and give you a few pointers on what we think uh, would be would be helpful for you to level up your game and start winning a little more often uh, your CFN footage. Uh, give us a drop drop that comment and do a um, hashtag EHpod. Oh yeah, thank you. Appreciate that. Uh, hashtag EHpod uh, and we will uh, look through those depending on how many we get and try to do a segment or two where we just review some footage and help not only the individual that that is asking for it but hopefully give you know the bigger lessons to everybody else that's watching along with so that's something that we would want to do but let us know if uh, that's something you're interested in as well and then um i think that's all of oh no we have some bitch ass rage quitters of the week mm, those bitch asses <laughs> Okay, so the first one is a guy or girl named Nightmare Trigger, a Ryu player, uh, was as if I recall correctly, an old, like an, a grandmaster, the purple one, and I was very surprised. So just, uh, you suck. How do you get so far, fight so many people, and still have this terrible, terrible habit of, of rage quitting? Uh, so shame on you, Nightmare Trigger. And then uh, this, I did not run into this particular player, uh, but I have in the past, and I, it rings a bell for me, so maybe they rage quit on me before, but the, the name of the player is Final Banana, Rashid player, and I believe they use a yellow Rashid, so funny enough, but uh, a rage quitter, and, um, and they've been around for a little while, still in their gross, disgusting rage quitter ways, shame on you. That one was actually sent in on Twitter. Uh, so so oh. this whole like shaming the rage quitting is, is starting to catch on a little bit. So those are your bitch ass rage critters of the week. Send them uh, bad vibes. I was gonna say dirty messages, but don't don't do that. Just yeah, just bad vibes in there. Hopefully that they correct their evil ways and are better players to play with for the rest of us. Okay. Yeah, hopefully that final banana person slips on a banana thrown by Birdie and dies. So like they're in game in not, the game. Not in life. Yes. Yeah. In absolutely. Game. Yeah, Demonetized. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, the first thing I wanted to talk about uh, for this week's podcast is this idea of the newest character revealed for Street Fighter five and Street Fighter in general. And that, of course, is Luke. People are saying that Luke may be the new protagonist figure for a coming and yet unannounced Street Fighter VI. And I wanted to look at this a little bit more in-depthly. And what exactly does that mean? How likely is that? And what should we expect? Is that a replacement for Ryu? Have we seen this kind of thing happen before in the Street Fighter series and franchise? And the answers to those are no and yes. So, first and foremost, it is not necessarily to replace the poster boy of Street Fighter. I mean, Ryu is so prevalent. First of all, uh, as we'll probably get into in a little bit, he's almost a lock for almost any, you know, base roster of a Street Fighter game at this point. You gotta have Ryu or else is it even a Street Fighter game? And, and I would take it a step further. If you did something like a Mount Rushmore or like a, a, like a, a, La, a Last Supper kind of image of, of video game characters, Ryu is almost certain to be in that. And that's just gaming in general, not even fighting yeah. games, gaming yeah. in general. So that's how you're not going to replace Ryu is my point. And I don't think that's the, the, the objective here. The objective is to get a new character in there that can kind of be something of a, of a blank slate 
for uh, the audiences to sort of identify with and potentially if they do well enough have a new mainstay that you can bring back in future rosters for future games and such and develop a, a new character um you don't have to do this obviously via making them your protagonist of a new game but i think they hit the ground running with a little extra momentum if they are front and center and so one of the things that or one of the instances where we saw this happen before was of course alex in street fighter 3 Capcom mm -hmm. said, you know, we've we've had Ryu as the main guy and all, all of Street Fighter 2. You had the Street Fighter Alphas, I believe, as well. And and I don't know if there was a... I didn't play much Alpha, so I don't know if there was, like, a main protagonist outside of Ryu for that. I guess I could ask you really quickly. Was there, or...? It was... It was. I mean, Ryu's basically the poster, because it, it's going back to, um, you know, I think, like, the, the Street Fighter 1 tournament just had ended, but this is before Street Fighter 2 is where mm -hmm. the Alpha games were at. So Ryu is still the ultimate kind of poster child of everything, but you have these new kind of characters come in with, like, Rose and Bison switching bodies 50 times and all this kind of stuff. But, yeah, you pretty yeah. much nailed it. So it's Ryu for the most part. But then mm -hmm. we get to Street Fighter 3, and Capcom takes a hard left turn and says, let's make the the front and center figure that, uh, you know, is is fighting the main, the main hero, fighting the bad guys. Ryu's still around, but uh, the new guy is Alex and they made him uh, apparently the Capcom template character making program that they have starts everybody off with like blonde hair and blue eyes <laughs> uh, and then if you want to change it you can but if you just leave those uh, alone then that's that's how your characters come out because like half of their characters seem to, to be that way um, that explains anyways. Ken so well. I, I now I get it. So. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, I'm the newcomer too. Uh, so, so, but anyways, uh, you got. I don't think Alex has blue eyes. Maybe he has brown. I'm not sure. Maybe, maybe they're blue. I think they're blue, but I'm. Ah. Yeah. Anyway, I, you know what? You can never see the the color of Alex Alex's eyes because he's always doing some stomp or some random thing because that's how Alex players. Yeah, they 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 do some random stuff at the very start of the matchup. If they don't, they're gonna do it like three seconds later. That's how Alex players do it. So how how can you see eye color when that much random is going on? But exactly. I think they're blue. <laughs> so so Alex was um he. He's never been a very strong character in game, right? He was never a top tier in Street Fighter 3, and then most of us know that his history here in Street Fighter 5 has never been all that great in terms of being competitively viable. In fact, he was a meme for more time than not in Street Fighter 5, um, and yet he is very beloved. So some of the things Capcom did here was, uh, well, they, they, he's an American, right? Yeah. So I don't know if From that's New York or like yeah. Bronx or something like that. So right, yeah. which is similar to Luke. Luke has like USA on his trunks and such, and so maybe they're trying to appeal to a certain crowd and, and such. And uh, I mean, Street Fighter has always been the world warriors, and you've got samplings of, of people from all over the world and from all different cultures and such. But um, so, but Alex was uh, supposed to take advantage of a particular trend. I don't know if this was necessarily the height of it, but it was certainly something that caught people's eyes. And they they modeled him after, modeled him after Hulk Hogan, right? And then Hugo kind of being Andre the Giant, and famously in right. the Third Strike intro, you have the two facing off, similar to what happened at I believe it was WrestleMania four. Um, where where those two you know faced off like that and Hulk Hogan's looking up even though he's like six foot seven or whatever he is crazy, but that they, they were trying to take advantage of some already established momentum as we see all the time. We were just before we started talking here, we we're talking about how Raiden came from Big Trouble in Little China, things like that. So, anyways, um, you've got some you know, kind of a reference to someone that's already existing, or, or I'm sorry, like a trend and something that people already like. And there's a ton of crossover between the fighting game community and the uh, professional wrestling world. 
Now, mm -hmm. what they're trying to do with Luke, as it seems, is is he's similar that he's uh, MMA. And I don't know right. how much. I mean, obviously that's huge. I hear a lot more about WWE and and the you know the other professional wrestling entities than I do about MMA in the uh, fighting game community. But that's it's still really big right now, and it's kind of like the modern thing. And if you want to you know switch it up a little bit, not do wrestling again, makes enough sense. And uh, so but now he looks like Logan Paul, which I don't know how much that's gonna. <laughs> resonate with people um but the idea here is that you've got someone that has connections for people to make to something else that they might like and is also he's got some personality some you know like traits his, his hair looks like stringy french fries or spaghetti or something and he's got his tattoos and he's got his mma outfit and and such but he's widely a blank slate thus far and we've only got a teaser trailer so that's pretty much expected but you know you want your characters uh, if they're going to be a main protagonist to be able you, to have your audience project onto them a little more so mm -hmm. they're the ones that are sort of open to learning their lessons and being influenced by others and processing and going through an initial arc and i think luke to me he comes across as like maybe a early to mid 20s sort of a character so still relatively young if he is the one that says it at the beginning of the uh, of the teaser trailer, something along the lines of, I want to be like him when I'm older. I don't know if that's somebody saying they want to be like Luke or if that's Luke saying that he wants to be like someone else. But mm -hmm. I think that does sort of kind of like, I don't have a full identity yet and I want to grow into one. And I think that really sets up well to be a protagonist and, and someone that people can kind of project themselves onto. And so, I, you know, we might see a, a little bit more development as more content for, for Luke comes out, but the developers for, for five have very much been setting up that the story is more important than I think it ever has been for street fighter. And then that, that they're paying more attention and, and um, organizing not only for what's going on right now, but clearly for the jump that we're going to make from street fighter five into Street Fighter 6 or whatever they're going to call the next one. And that's, of course, with the Rose stuff, like there's some catastrophe catastrophe coming and she's going to need to go back in time to probably the Alpha days. And then they uh, right before they, they talked about Luke, they said Street Fighter, or as they were talking about and they said Street Fighter 5 has been developed to pay homage to the past. Luke will give us a glimpse into the future. He will be expanding the world of Street Fighter. Um, and then we feel strongly that Luke will be a great addition to the game and that he has a bright future in the world of Street Fighter. So it seems like they're putting a lot on this particular character's back to move into to whatever is going to happen um, in the future of the storyline and such. And so, uh, you know, they're investing a lot here. And so he, he seems really set up to be this sort of protagonist character. Um, did you have any, any you know, responses to any of those things or, or, or thoughts that we haven't brought up yet or... I mean, it's it, the basic key point here is that uh, uh, the MMA stuff is kind of just really big in the history of of Street Fighter borrowing on other, you can call them caricatures, but you know, real life figures and stuff again, mm -hmm. Balrog, Mike Tyson, all this other kind of stuff. Like it's the the, the history of of Street Fighter uh, borrowing borrowing yeah. uh, other character character archetypes and stuff like that. It's just rich as can be, and MMA has never been bigger than it is right now. Um, you know, Phelan, Bruce Lee, all this other kind of stuff. Like sure. there's a lot there. So sure. So. Uh, Ultimately, even though Alex hasn't been the strongest character, he's had a ton of of, of charisma. Fans still mm -hmm. love him, and and 
So you don't have to be the best character competitively wise for people to to still adhere and, and love him and want him to come back for he's not the most popular, but they've they've wanted him to come back. They were happy to see him in Street Fighter Five and they've held on to him instead of just saying, oh, he's weak. Let's move on to the next character. That's always been like, make Alex better, you know, and when's the Alex trailer and all of this kind of culture that sort of uh, has grown around him and continued to evolve around him. He's become a Street Fighter kind of mainstay. And I think that they're hoping that that's what happens with Luke. Now, um, there's another character that's not a protagonist, but I think falls into this same sort of category. And I would say, unlike Alex, was a total failure. And I'm trying to kind of pick apart, tease apart why this character was a failure. And I have, a, I think, the right answer. But it's Nikali. Nikali's not a protagonist. In fact, he's a, an antagonist. But if you recall, he was seemingly supposed to be this in, I, I, well, in the antagonistic version for Street Fighter V. He's the one with the big V on him. Mm -hmm. And um, and a lot of the way that he works as a character is built directly into what Street Fighter V, uh, you know, favors with all the offense and the sort of like, you know, guessing um, certain situations and, and the rushdown and all of that. Um, but the thing with Nikali is they seem to have built up this awesome story that, as far as I can tell, was setting up to tell us where, like, the origins of the Dark Hado come from and how it's going to resonate now. And it's like maybe he's this old school, like, ancient entity uh, with this really cool backstory as to, like, why all of this manifested in him and how he became maybe, like, cursed to to carry out this particular task of uh, consuming strong warrior souls or who knows um it seems like a lot of that got thrown to the side but you look at his move names and stuff like um uh what was it like sacrificial altar and the discs guidance like what is that like the disc guidance that seems to imply some kind of storyline where you know you can imagine like a an ancient aztec culture or something looking up and seeing some disc in the sky sort of a thing maybe it was like one of bison's weird moons or eclipse or who knows what but there sounds to be like a, a lot there you know where you're like oh this is where that kind of came from the mask of tlali or however you pronounce that what the heck is that what's the significance there there was a lot more backstory than I think we actually got. And the reason I think this character crashed and burned is because we didn't get any story from him at all. When the game finally came out, it seemed that the, the development team was way behind. The, the story itself didn't come out for months after the game. And when it finally manifested, Nikali was this sort of not even B-line story character, but just sort of this almost arbitrary guy that would poke his head in every so often uh, the water sheep thing and everything he would get his ass kicked which is not a formidable bad guy and and then eventually he was the the thing that ryu had to overcome like sort of like the final obstacle with after he did that he found balance between the satsui no Hado and i guess the power of nothingness and the butterflies and everything and so now ryu is fully powered up and yada yada but like you could you could have written nikali completely out of this story and still made it work fairly well um but there's just so many breadcrumbs of a really cool and intriguing story of where the satsui no Hado comes from and, and all of that that oh yeah i think we missed out on and they could so, have finally explained it. I, I, but I, I would say like the, the most damning thing for Nikali is the fact that G is the boss character of Street Fighter V. And it was announced like randomly on like, you know, a website and stuff. They're like, G is the boss character. And we're like, what? When did that happen? Like I it was supposed to because I mean, I remember like them saying it was Nikali originally, right? Because mm -hmm. it wasn't Bison. They didn't want to do that again. And they're like, yeah, it's Nikali. He's like the new boss character. Like, oh, cool. Like there's going to be a lot to look forward to him, like the artwork and all that kind of stuff portrayed him as that. And they're like, 
forget about that. Like we didn't really ever, we didn't mean it, you know? Um, so <laughs> I was thinking they'd go back to, to like kind of revisit it. Maybe they could do a second story mode. Maybe they could come out with more, but no, it seems like they, they pivoted and they, they called an audible and just said, ah, let's just do it all over again. New with G and, yeah. and he does seem to be, uh, tied into this whole catastrophe with Rose and, yeah. and probably Gill and such. But yeah, Nikali just by the wayside. And so not only that, but he was also regarded as a character that was fairly bland upon release. He's got a lot of cool tools, you know, command grab and dive kick and DP and this cool transformation. I thought he looked really cool. I mean, I, I still play him, but a lot of people uh, began to and then didn't. And he just fell by the wayside in so many different ways. I don't think we'll ever see Nikali again in a Street Fighter yeah. game. I don't think he, he made the splash that he was supposed to and that's really sad because i do think he's really interesting and has a lot of potential but Visually, he's amazing like mm -hmm. in the visuals in street fighter 5 in my opinion they, they get way too much uh, crap going against him some of the characters look fantastic in this game uh mm -hmm. i'm a huge fan of chun li in this game uh, she is drop dead gorgeous uh laura looks amazing uh i think you know a lot of the base characters are good you know you have your kins you have your abukis you have you know sakura is a little bit weird looking you have a few of those in there but you've, you've got a bunch of other characters like g like rose uh you know dan other stuff they look fantastic like they've done a great job with a number of the characters like oro oro looks amazing for what he is like you yeah. know 140 year old hermit dude he but yeah it's um uh and so when you're saying that nikali is a very striking and impressive visual character he's got great competition in this game it's not like oh yeah and and, and it's like but he looks phenomenal and i mean they, they could have done so much that's just the, the classic like classic so much was there and they just completely dropped the ball with him. Mm -hmm. But I don't think that they're set up to have, have that happen again, because I really think that that was not entirely due to the fact that Capcom was behind and just rushing to get everything just to a halfway presentable state so that they could get like, you know, put the game on shelves. But, uh, I think that the, the bigger, the, well, the, this is why we got season five of Street Fighter Five or season six or whatever. Because we were not going to get this stuff. Mm. Uh, good old Catalyst got his character delayed here uh, with Rose. Uh, shouts to the people at Capcom that heard me shooting my mouth off about her and got her delayed. And I'm very lucky she's in the game, you know, kind of thing. Um, and uh, yeah, so that's kind of where I'm going to leave that. Uh, please don't don't kill Rose in the future, Capcom. I love that character, <laughs> but um, it's um. I will, I will just say that Capcom definitely listens to the community, and, and I think that Nikali's lack of a warm reception is a big reason why AG is a boss character. Yeah, so. yeah. And so we weren't planning on having, they weren't planning, if this is all true, of course, this is all just rumors, but they weren't planning on having Luke in the game at all. And, mm -hmm. and I do think that he will be this sort of, like, you know, jungle swing uh, from 5 to 6. And uh, But so, so taking the example of Alex... And taking the example of Nikali, what needs to happen for Luke to be ultimately successful? So far, he is sort of, you know, blank slate, and that's okay, um, and that's that's what he should be. His gameplay looks fun enough, and that's not the only thing, but I'm sure it's helpful if he's better and more popular because people want to play him and such. And and, and like we said last week, those those like fiery full screen punches look really fun to do, and and we'll see more of him again. Only a teaser so far, but I think the big thing is. How well do they implement or yeah implement him into the story? How do they do they make him the 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 face of the game and is the game generally successful? 
so far with what we've seen, I do think that there is a decent potential for Luke to be not only a protagonist, but a successful protagonist that could become a staple of the, the franchise moving forward if things go well. But it looks like they're putting their um, their hopes in that they can make this character that because they're putting him matter-of-factly in such an important role to begin with. He has a, an advantage over others that where they're just like, here, here's, here's Ed, you know, here's Falk. It's like, yeah, they can still be successful, but if you're the poster boy, the front and center of your of your new games, uh, you know, uh, art and all that kind of stuff, then you have a lot more going for you just right off the bat. So it will be interesting. I'd like to see more content, uh, more footage of Luke and, and more development of the character. But uh, but I do think that there is a potential success story there based on what we've seen with Alex and based on what we've seen with Nikali. We kind of know where to avoid, where the pitfalls are and what kind of things resonate with people. Well said. All right, John, you want to get into it? You want to hit this? Let's hit it. All right. I want to talk about our, uh, I should say my picks because I I know you're going to weigh in on them, but my picks for Street Fighter VI's launch roster. And you could say, okay, a little bit premature here, but you know what? This game is coming up. We know it's coming up. I'm pretty sure it's going to be called Street Fighter VI. I know this stuff is going on. The first two characters are going to be Ryu and Chun-Li because Capcom has outright told us that they're going to be in every single Street Fighter game. So that's the easiest place to start. Mm -hmm. Also... Ken has been on all of the launch rosters in the entire history of the franchise, so he's really easy to include. It's like, I can't see Ken not being there. Um, from there, you can start to take a, stu- a few steps down in terms of how much of a lock people are, uh, and we're going to kind of go into sending order in, in terms of who's most likely to least likely. So the, those those three are pretty much locks. Uh, from there, it gets a little bit you know more dicey, but as you just spoke about Luke, uh, Capcom has said he's a big part of that Street Fighter's future. I don't see how you could not include him on the base roster if that's the case. I mean, maybe he's DLC, but it's like, like if he's tied into the core gameplay, he's got to be there, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, and it's also good to mention here that that gameplay styles are a factor with launch rosters. Uh, characters like Ryu and Chun-Li are often traditionally mid-range zoning characters. Uh, Ken is usually rushed down, and by the looks of him, my guess is that uh, Luke is going to be a rushed down style character too. I think he's he's in, in Rushdown is like what is popular right now in fighting games. You can look at all the the character archetypes and like by far, people play Rushdown characters more than anyone else in these games, and that's fine. Flashy big offense, there you go, right? Yeah. So, uh, so the next character I've got up is uh, a grappler, uh, and uh, if you're gonna pick pick a grappler, you're probably gonna pick the most iconic one, and that is Zangief. Uh, he was not on the Alpha, our Street Fighter 3 launch rosters, but uh, he was available from the get-go for Street Fighter 4 and 5, and uh, the latter Alpha games put him in there. He's a super high-end candidate. And then long-range zoners are also fairly uncommon, and that role is typically very much occupied by Dalsim, um, who has basically the same track record as Zangief does for appearances on launch roster, which is pretty solid overall. Like, overall, it's it's rare to have those characters not be in there. Yeah, and I also, with especially with Zangief and Dalsim, they are very specific archetypes, which are, are interesting and unique, but also not for everyone. And I would almost, right. uh, I, I think I'd put Honda in here as well, which will actually kind of end up being the um, the, the sort of counter to what I'm going to bring up here. But I also have to wonder in the age of DLC, how alluring are characters like Zangief and Dalsim in terms of DLC? Like, are they better to have on the launch roster? Because yeah, you want to see them, but like, do you want to pay extra or go out of your way to get them on your roster after the fact? they might not have as big of an appeal to as big of an audience. Now, they have their fans, and their fans are going to appreciate it. But when you're talking about widespread, it's like, 
there might be flashier other characters like like Akuma. Akuma's on he's in like most of the games, but he's not always on the launch roster. Sometimes he comes yeah. in a season later, an update later, a DLC pack later, and because they know that people will be excited and almost for sure take my money when it comes to yeah. Akuma. So he's a hidden character. So him being added as a DLC character, it just makes a ton of sense. Like he's mm. supposed to pop out, you know, when everyone's kind of done fighting the tournament and, you know, take his cheap shots on everyone and all that kind of stuff. Damn money in the Kuma bank kind of guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's a yeah, WWE I, well, reference so, for, for those of you that uh, don't, that, that didn't get it. Money in the bank. But um, anyway, uh, uh, there's a, there's definitely a, a distinction that should be made between what is a good DLC character and what's a good kind of launch roster character. Mm -hmm. And if you have certain archetypes that are not filled at all with your launch roster, that's a bad thing. So um, so in my opinion, after Dalsum, I think that you take a step down in terms of how likely the rest of the characters I have on the on the list are. But the Street Fighter Two boss characters are oftentimes pretty heavily seen in these games. Uh, it's worth noting that that Bison doesn't show up at all in Street Fighter Three. And he's been killed about a million times in these games. Uh, but he's also in nearly every damn game and in the launch rosters for those titles pretty much no matter what. Balrog and Vega are also in very similar situations. And uh, with the exception of Street Fighter V, Sagat has appeared in a ton of launch rosters as well, including the original Alpha games. Like he's, you know, he's just kind of a character you expect to have in there. So Street Fighter V really broke the mold with that. And I, honestly, I think that was kind of a mistake because of how iconic of a character he is. He's really kind of your ideal launch roster character in my opinion and i i hope capcom doesn't repeat that mistake and just basically includes them this next time around but again the four shadowloo bosses are kind of like you know you might not have one in there maybe you know we've talked about barog being dlc and maybe it's vega it, it it does make sense to maybe not have all four of them in there but you know they're they're more often than not in these games so i think i'm trying to keep track here that makes nine ryu chun luke oh sorry ten because ken ten. ryu chun luke yes. ken sim geef Bison, Balrog, Vega, we'll have a and Sagat. Up here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So cool. That, you can't see it, but everyone else can. So. Future. Future. <laughs> Sorry about yeah. that. Um, but so, so I'm also wondering though, and, and and wondering how much you took this specifically into uh, consideration when coming up with this list, that if things are aimed for around the time of Alpha, do you think the Alpha characters have a bigger chance of of making that this is... initial roster? That is definitely a consideration, yes. Mm -hmm. uh, and again, anyone from the Street Fighter Two era um, and, and stuff like it's those are just such iconic IPs. You, but you know, are those DLC? Are all those you know base roster kind of stuff? And to avoid the mistakes of Infinite Marvel Infinite, we you know it's it's really important that your launch roster has that big impact, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, so moving on here, there's there's another hopping off point after the the boss characters, and I. I think you can make a case for these fighters being DLC, as we just talked about, as well as base ones, but um, they're just a handful of standouts here. But Rose is likely a candidate for the launch roster because of her heavy ties to the storyline. Um, she's the only person I know who can time travel, and I didn't even freaking know she could do that until recently. Uh, Shouts to Hidden Powers that are game changers but that are just <laughs> randomly revealed in story mode right but a street fighter 6 is supposed to have some back to the future stuff going on she's the only character who can apparently do it so it, it makes sense for her to be in there uh but next up is Kami, uh, Kami and sakura um they have also found themselves as fairly popular characters over the years um, where they're played extremely actively in the competitive scene 
but also by casual players too. Like a lot of people will, will pick up Kami and Sakura and play them pretty heavily. So mm-hmm. uh, it, it, they make a lot of sense to me. And I would also throw Karen in there because uh, I know when she was announced by Capcom for Street Fighter V, like the development team w- w- was talking to us about it. And they're like, there's a lot of hype and momentum here at Capcom for this character. We love this character. We, you know, we fought hard to get her kind of back in here. And the thing about Karen is, is she is extremely well thought of in the competitive scene. And she's actually popular with casual too and it's like man that was a home run of a character that is rare for capcom to re-release a character like karen and have her have that much impact and so like i'm like man if you're really hoping to like it makes a case for her for dlc as well but like if she's on the launch roster again it's like yeah that's that's karen she's alpha she's right there like there's a really good reason to have her in the game again Mm -hmm. um so so yeah so that's 14, I think, so far. And uh, yeah, just, uh, did you have a certain number that you think would be good for I a did. launch roster? Or did you not yeah. want to reveal that yet? I'm sorry, am it's, I, am it's I jumping actually the gun? 20. No, 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 we'll go right into it. It's a, it's actually 20 characters, but one of the things I want to mention about that, because there's only two characters left, uh, but you say 20 and we're at 14. Well, the thing about it is with Street Fighter 4 and Street Fighter 5, Capcom added four new launch characters to the cast. Uh, in Street Fighter 4, that was Rufus El Forte, uh, C Viper and Abel and Street Fighter Five. It was Laura, Rashid, Nikali, and Fong. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to add another four here, and and so that gets a little bit like you know. So so now we're up to eighteen. There's two last characters here, and yeah, it's um, you could count Luke in there. I don't know if you would or not because he's going to be in Street Fighter Five. You know that you know it could get a little bit dicey, but it's very rare for Capcom not to. Um, not to do brand new characters because of what they talked about, like with Capcom fighting evolution and other things right. is if you don't have new things in the game, and this is a direct quote from Capcom, people feel like it's just a rehash of what you've previously done. And Capcom's one of the most notorious rehash companies uh, in video games where, you know, they, they really feel like, you know, and so I don't think it's a mistake Capcom is going to ever do again where they don't have brand new characters. And it just makes sense. It's like you do want, you know, um, some characters out there that really show all the gameplay, like, uh, are, are, you know, what your, your game can do, like Elaine even in Street Fighter 3 like her bracelets were all different colors and that was some kind of like thing with the CPS 3 arcade board that Capcom made where doing that level of detail and colors and and palette swaps or whatever to make that happen was a technical achievement you know and and so it just makes sense to to do some new iterations here every time out so I I firmly believe that four of the the roster spots are going to be to brand new characters and good luck calling those so right right well and then they also present opportunity to fill in some of the spots here like so far we only have one grappling character and it's like right. if you want only one maybe you want two maybe you want three and then launch roster with 20 oh who knows but but they can also go into filling in some of those gaps yes so um there's a few very obvious standouts left on the board like guile and akuma but there were you know very few complaints about those characters being released as dlc in street fighter 5 and since that worked out so well mm-hmm. why not save those characters again for that approach so yeah it's uh you know guile's blonde we already talked about how big of a deal that is all this kind of stuff um but again since we're going back to the past via time travel I can actually see someone like Nash once again being on the launch roster. Yeah. Uh, he's kind of a really good pick. He hasn't hasn't quite explored his full tale. We've talked a bit about Byron Taylor, who I almost even hate saying his name. No offense to the voice actors or anyone who you know doesn't roll with them. I just I hate his character design with a passion. Ugh. Um, but it was uh, just I think the Nash... thought of having him on the roster because that was the speculation for a while. Is maybe he's going to be a character that that joins the actual fight. And no one was like, oh, sweet. It's like, he just looks like a super generic, you know, kind of military guy with a scar. Eh. Yeah. So I think that's kind of scarred us. No pun intended. Yeah. 
<laughs> the lame dancing is what got me. But anyway, oh, right. uh, so Nash is number 15 and my final last pick, and John's going to kind of hate me for this one, but I do have a, uh, is Phelong. I was going to say Phelong. I was hoping uh, you would say Phelong. He's actually voiced by Matthew Mercer of Critical Role, uh, the, the Dungeon Master on Critical Role, and that's actually one of the hotter IPs right now. And Mercer is actually a really big fan of fighting games. Uh, if he's listening to this, hey, shout out to Matt. I uh, love the show. Uh, and, uh, and getting him back in studio to record some lines uh, for this character would just be a really click, uh, slick way of bringing him back because you've got one of the biggest you know, uh, um, Twitch you know, people uh, right now coming back into your game. You know, you can make Fei Long a pretty important part of stuff. Like Bruce Lee is freaking awesome Fei Long's cool you know all that kind of stuff like it and he might fit the the very footsie and calculated play we're hoping Street Fighter 6 kind of gravitates more towards right and, and Fei Long is you know he he's got some big detractors out there but his his style of play is very tried and true in the Street Fighter history right and the way he plays the very fundamental footsies all that kind of stuff like there's a really good spot for him and I think it would be a good time to bring him back and there's my 16. So. so you don't see G as as like uh, coming back with Rose or something like that to uh, to be a bad guy, given where he's I, at I right think, now. I think he's a perfect DLC character, like mm -hmm. our him or Q or something like that. Like bring him back in some regard to that. Um, but I mean, again, it's a uh, you you start going into characters like Gil and other stuff, and I I think those are more likely for a, a DLC expansion. But it just depends on like what you know uh, way they go. A few honorable mention, of course, like Goken. Uh, we've talked about uh, Gotetsu. Uh, we've talked about a lot of other characters. It's going to make a lot of sense to bring some of these characters back. Uh, again, Chun-Li's dad. Uh, I mean, you could even go to the Street Fighter 1 characters like with Geki, uh, you know, and an Eagle and stuff like that and bring those characters in. But um, th there's a lot there that they can have fun with. But I, I tried to go with like the most likely uh, people I thought it would be. Yeah. So looks in here like uh, 11 Street Fighter 2 characters, but they are some of the most iconic too. I think you can, if I'm marketing here, I think you, you know, you want to launch with an awesome roster, a big grand opening that everyone can appreciate. But you, uh, we did learn that you could put like the likes of Balrog and, and Guile. And like you said, Sagat, who was a few seasons too late. I don't know if he needs to be on the launch roster, but I think if you have a strong launch roster and then you can have some of those almost have to be there not like Ryu Chun-Li status but I think even Ken you could you could put him in as season one DLC just like it's kind of like yeah the party's not quite all here yet but they're getting here and there's 20 characters but then the you know the next batch of six or however many more you bring in some just like almost non-negotiables like yeah they're here too come on bring them in Akuma, Sagat, Ken, Guile and people would that would keep the hype for your game yeah. still close to that grand opening feel for like a full season or a year and then you can still have some like big splashes like oh and here's jury and you know mm -hmm. and anyone else that's been reasonably successful in the past some newcomers too and such like that but that might be the way i would do it if it were uh, if it were me to call the shots here based on what we've seen so far yeah there it is. Uh, it's um, and we're hoping again. Like the last two games have been about sixteen characters launch roster. We're hoping that Capcom upset a little bit goes more to about twenty, uh, twenty twenty four. That seems about uh, a better sweet spot in this modern era, mm -hmm. uh, especially when you games have games like Smash Ultimate that launched with a million characters. You gotta kind of be aware. Everyone's of that. pissed like, at Nintendo. Like man, yeah. you're the you're the gas <laughs> station in town that dropped your prices like all the way down to thirty cents or something like that, making all of us have to deal with that now. <laughs> yeah. 
so far. Well, I mean, you know, then there was Marvel Infinite. So, I mean, it's you've got to really look at the launch roster and make sure that, that people for their 60 bucks, they're getting a good value. And so you can't just put all these characters behind a paywall. That's no dice. But again, save some people for hyping it up, you know, kind of thing. Like just make sure that that initial launch roster is pretty high impact. And I think with these characters, that would be pretty good. You know, it's a you've got some mainstays, uh, you know, I you have to have Ryu, Ken, Chun-Li and all that kind of stuff. And a few others like you have to have some of those Street Fighter 2 characters you can't get by without a handful of those but you know some of the alpha characters some of the other ones like that starts to make some sense there and it's like okay yeah have some fun with it at that point but uh just don't don't cheap out on like the major ip characters that people expect to be there like that was a horrible thing uh and it, like for example someone like ken is not there i'm gonna be pretty pissed i'm gonna be like what are you doing like that's people just expect to be, have ken available from day one uh, and i expect to rage at all the ken players from day one too because that's how that works because <laughs> you, it's how the relationship not, works yeah exactly exactly it's all about meeting expectations there john but anyway speaking who's of gonna wake up dps and get us to feel like we're truly playing a street fighter game online if we don't have ken day one that's exactly it so speaking of wake up dps it's time to not wake up dp we've got to go we're out of time here uh but we want, want once again thank you all so much for listening and we're going to be back with you soon